program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning and welcome. It's News Talk 1130 WISN. The Retirement Clinic is on the air every Saturday, 10 a.m. with Aaron Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group. Aaron is president, the retirement specialist. Good to see you back in the studio, Aaron. Good to see you, Paul. It's always fun being here. Another familiar face as we welcome back a guest. What I told you this, Mike, off the air. One of my favorite topics. Mike Sinkbile is back from Chortech. Chortech is a professional firm based in Waukesha. We talk a lot about cybersecurity, but I'll let you explain all that first off. Good morning, Mike. Thank you. How's that for an intro? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm excited. We, we covered it all. And we'll get into the Cowell Investment Group, the website, all of your locations. Aaron Delafield coming up soon? Yeah, Delafield coming up soon, as soon as they get that build-out done. And we've got Port Washington, you know, Racine area, of course, our global headquarters uh, in Waukesha or Pewaukee, Wisconsin, right off of uh, I-94 and 164. So uh, we are... Racine? Oh, Racine, yep. Did we mention Phoenix, Arizona? Phoenix. Yeah. So, and uh, of course, this, I'm holding my phone, or it could be a computer, it could be a virtual meeting, really it could be a phone call. Now with technology, especially after COVID, I mean, we are able to help anybody anywhere. The Kowalway.com, K O W A L. The Kowalway.com, the website that'll give you much more information, and it's all about retirement. That's your niche, Aaron. That's what we focus on on this show you yeah. do the market updates monday through friday yeah you do. and your wonderful staff one of those staff members in studio maybe the newest right anthony one of for sure yeah anthony priester is here uh i invited him along to to kind of observe he's taking a more of a role in our company uh you know up and comer up and coming guy uh and so uh, i thought it'd be fun to have him in the studio for for the show to observe and um, I don't know, Anthony, if you want to say hi, maybe give a quick background on yourself if you want. I'm going to throw you, throw you under the bus here a little bit. I recently graduated from Oshkosh in 2020 um, and have recently joined with Kowal and I'm excited to kind of get learning and get underway and be able to help other people. Another Oshkosh. My school, Anthony. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Oh, many years ago, of course, in the 80s. Um, so 80s. We've got the next generation coming up. Anthony, Paul, great you to look have like you here. just graduated yep. from college. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. UW0 is what they called it back in the 80s. Uh, great school, great campus. So, Anthony, a pleasure to have you here on the show today, uh, kind of kicking back and soaking up what Mike has to talk about. Mike, if we ask you what Chortech, your company, is about, how would you describe it? Uh, we've branded ourselves as a professional services firm, traditionally a CPA firm, started uh, back in the 40s. But uh, lots of different services that are all catering to the small business owner. And um, so that involves technology these days, uh, of course, still uh, very strong in our traditional roots there with uh, tax and audit services. But uh, over a third of our 60 people are uh, in the technology space. So a lot of tech talk today, but... Not it's sometimes you get all tech and you you speak over people's heads. One thing you do, Mike, that I love on the show, you've been on many times before, is you you don't do that. What you do is tell us what we need to be aware of. We're not here to scare yeah. people, Aaron. It's right. about understanding cybersecurity and what you need to be aware of. Well, right, you know, and we we think, okay, cybersecurity. What does that have to do with retirement planning? And it really has a lot to do, especially as 
uh, you know, techniques that that bad guys use to uh, get between you and your money, or take your separate you from your money, become more and more advanced, where it's almost you can't trust anybody or anything that you see on the internet or on the phone anywhere, uh, you know, to uh, that, that they're have your best interests at heart. And so it's you know, really, if if you if you catch yourself in a situation. You might not have a retirement, you know, if things don't work out your way, and so that's just something that we want people to be aware of. Um, and as you mentioned, Mike is so good at uh, explaining it to you, know, so where I can understand most of what he says now. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's really, you know, it, it's really true because you got you have to have a baseline understanding. You can't just say, "Oh, that's too techy for me. I don't know about any of that stuff." Well, you really don't have the option. Uh, anymore, and you know, as you know, we see in the industry, that uh, more and more seniors and people that are close to or already in retirement are being targeted, because that's where the money is. You is know, it that, just seniors, Mike, that are targeted? Is it all of us? Are we all vulnerable? Absolutely. I was going to comment there. I think that uh, we're in a virtual world. Everybody would would say so. Uh, just the uh, move to. Um, Work from home and flexible work and uh, uh, virtual meetings, uh, Zoom and Teams and all that stuff during COVID was just uh, uh, accelerating all of this. So uh, getting your support and your vendors that are taking care of your daily life as a just an individual consumer, uh, there's a lot of uh, cyber stuff going on. You need to be cyber savvy. I don't care who you are. I think you've got some examples for us throughout the hour today. Mm-hmm. Things in the news we may have seen. Well, you're, you're going to explain what happens. Sometimes in the movies, Hollywood's good at these dramatic scenes where, you know, they look at their account on the computer and it's it's God. been drained. Yeah. Zeros, right? Well, that it's a movie. It can happen, though, in real life, too. And that's what we're going to talk about, yeah. Aaron. So does it, it could be millions and millions. It might be... It's something you've been working at your whole life, your retirement plan, which is what we talk about every week on the retirement clinic. But Aaron, how to prevent that from happening? And that's why Mike is here. So where do we start? I mean, we've talked about passwords. We've talked about changing passwords. Yeah. Things to be aware of. And also many companies, I think, Mike, if I'm wrong, correct me, have gotten better at it. I work for iHeart. We're continually being tested Yes. With phishing emails, they test us. And then yeah. a week later, did you notice this was a test? Yeah, that's encouraging to me. I've been in the industry for over 25 years, and uh, that's it's finally getting through. The message, I think, is really getting through, and it's being enforced sometimes. Uh, sometimes uh, if your industry requirement requires that the government will force you to have certain standards in place, uh, but then also businesses uh, with insurance these days, insurance underwriting, is doing a good job asking tough questions. They're, they're learning what to check during underwriting. So that's uh, for, you know, it's a little bit of a hassle, but it's for our benefit, ultimately. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah, you're right. It is a hassle. Before we came on the air, I was you know, logging into uh, you know Gmail because I was messing around with their their Bard AI, you know, similar to the, the Open uh, Open AI um, ChatGPT, and you know I've you had to log in and wanted me to verify on my phone that it was a real login, and it's just for Gmail. It's not my banking either. It's like, come mm-hmm. on, but I get it uh, that you really got to turn these things on. Yeah, I, w- I would jump in and uh, point out that email is the gateway. That's the tool that's connecting you to all kinds of accounts. If you get locked out, how do they send you a reset? Via your email. So if the bad guys get a hold of your email, that's the hub of all of these uh, connections. Even Gmail, which, you know, yes. like Aaron said, it's just Gmail, right? Mm-hmm. 
once that door is open and they can get in, you call them the bad guys. Yeah. And I mean, who Mike are calls them the bad guys. Like, they're, they're, I started taking I mean, on this. Is, this is, uh, it's, it's done every day in this country, right? It's outside the country. It's organized oh. crime uh, globally set up. These folks are very good. So, And not, uh, not a lot of them are U.S.-based, are they? Or I think that uh, there's a heavy amount of activity. I don't have the exact stats on it, but from my experience uh, helping folks recover or defend, yeah, it, has, it happens to be a lot of overseas activity. Uh, it's out of reach of our law enforcement. Um, so I was just talking to somebody the other day. Uh, how bad does it have to get before you have direct support from law enforcement locally? Well, last time I spoke with the FBI local office here in Milwaukee, uh, you have to have $100,000 of damages before they'll even be able to answer the phone and help you. You mentioned so, the FBI. Yeah. So it's, FBI. I live in yeah. Cedarburg. You can't just go into Cedarburg Police Department and say, I've been hacked. They're not going to know what to do. Uh, do you, you can report to your local uh, police department. Of course, they're going to widely vary as far as their ability to help you, but uh, it is a crime, and I would definitely report uh, when you have been affected. Uh, get some help from somebody techie first, of course, uh, in my opinion. Uh, and if there are actual damages, you know, roll the troops, get your attorney, get, uh, get some advisors, uh, and report the crime. Can it... On this show, we're going to probably talk about the financials, mm-hmm. your accounts, making sure that your accounts and the money is there where it's supposed to be, right? But cyber hacking, is that the right term? That's the broad term. Mike, it can they can do a lot of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're connected to so many systems these days. Even our home thermostats are connected to uh, these systems. So. Uh, your refrigerator can even talk to the internet in some cases, depending on the model you've got. So scary, uh, very convenient in some ways, but also scary. You just have to be wary of, of uh, those risks. Yeah, once once you start with that stuff, I mean, right now, most homes, you talk about a smart home. Yeah. 20 years ago, what are we talking about here? Well, I can turn up my thermostat from my phone, from an app. I get that. It's so much more now. Everything seems to be tied together. Certainly, that technology is not going away, Aaron. Mm-hmm. It's, no, it's here just, to stay. We're going to be using it, right? So yeah. let's figure out how to use it safely. Right. Yeah. Use it safely. How do we... You, know, you get it set up, but then you have to maintain it, too. You have to be... It's not saying, okay, I got all that security stuff on there. I don't need to worry about this. Now it's it's being diligent, too. And you know, Yeah. Oh, it's, it's pretty convenient to have uh, ring cameras and all these uh, cool technologies. But just remember, each device that's installed has its own risks and uh, extra maintenance that should be done. Um, so it just continues to grow. Is this what your company does, Chortech? You're in Waukesha. We are, yes, we are uh, just we're neighbors of Cole, we're right down the road, um, out in Waukesha. So we are customers of of Shortech also for our cybersecurity and our CPA also. So yeah. uh, we use all their services. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we do focus on business owners. Uh, of course, all of this affects us uh, individuals as well. Uh, that work at businesses, but uh, at least in the business environment, the business world, the rules of the game are fairly defined. The uh, personal individual world, the it could be gloves are off, I guess you could say. Just uh, individuals are just as much in control of money and accounts, but the bad guys, the bank robbers go where the money is, as they say. And uh, usually the accounts have large balances in the business world, so they are very direct targets. When we talk about these hackers, you know, we joke about the 15-year-old in his mom's basement on his laptop doing this. Could it be that? It could be, but those days are largely gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the numbers game are now working against us where the, the organized crime rings, they are organized just as much as the mafia was in the old days where uh, they're working the 
you know, hundreds of thousands and millions of uh, email, email attempts to get in the door, trying to get people tricked into disclosing passwords, bank account information, uh, just the list goes on and on. And once they get uh, a toe in the door, uh, there's a very organized process, for, uh, depending on the attacker, extremely organized in some cases where uh, they got a lead and it escalates into doing research, find out what more is in the uh, system. I've even had stories, uh, cases where um, infiltrators are checking the uh, insurance policies that are saved on the network just to see what the limits are so that they can make the extortion just under that limit so they oh. know they're going to get paid. So, oh, so yep. it's that advanced. It's, yes, that advanced. Okay, Mike just mentioned the word password, Aaron. How often do we One, hear... One, two, three, four, if you want to know my... <laughs> zero, 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 zero. Or the, the guy that leaves it under the keyboard, taped to it. Passwords, passwords, passwords. We have so many of them. But, Mike, you can't get lackadaisical or lethargic with passwords, and we must change them often, right? It's still the key. Uh, there are newer technologies coming along past keys, uh, the... Uh, uh, technologies that uh, Apple and others are working on uh, where the device is connected into the password concept and you don't have to remember these as much. People are getting used to letting the um, ecosystem that the Google or, my, or Apple or Microsoft systems keep their passwords for them in your browser. I don't recommend that. Uh, because, Why is that? Uh, because that's uh, still widely uh, in the control of the of that third party. So if you pay for a tool, uh, I've talked about it in a previous uh, uh, visits here, uh, for a tool that you control, that the vault is secured, even that vendor does not have access to those uh, keys. Uh, it's just, in my opinion, a little safer. Uh, it's a little more hassle for you to just make sure yeah. you take care of it. I but, suppose that makes yeah. sense because if you have it, like I have Apple, you know, Safari, and mm. you know, it populates passwords as I'm I'm putting them, you know, putting them in, and it creates you know new ones too for me. Um, you know, so but I guess if your Apple is hacked, then all those other ones are hacked. Too. Yeah, uh, so they'll tell you that they don't have access directly to your vault, Apple, per se, for example. Uh, and that might be technically true, but it's in that ecosystem. So if your account, your iTunes, your Apple ID password gets hacked, uh, they get the keys to that kingdom and the passwords that are all the other kingdoms, too. Once it starts, is it a snowball effect? Can they get at not just, like you said, okay, iTunes is one thing, but where does it end? How far can they get? It really depends uh, how far they go and how sophisticated they are. Uh, so, for example, if your wallet is lost and you had six credit cards in there, you just have to worry about those six credit cards, right? right. Uh, and what do we do? We call the company, we cancel them right that's away. That's right. And now, don't forget, you have a lot of protection as a consumer with the credit cards. Businesses do not have those same protections. So, uh, don't be... Uh, don't be uh, lax in, in con controlling and protecting your uh, credit cards as a business. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, the password vaults, uh, there's very mature uh, technologies out there. Last time I was on was just after the uh, the hack of one of those password vault companies, LastPass. So uh, we've large, largely unlisted uh, them from the preferred vendor list. Uh, they're still around now. <laughs> they're they're still around, um, and they're recovering. But none of these vendors are immune to this because all it takes is the bad guys discovering some weakness uh, with that vault. But so don't write our passwords down on a piece of paper and correct. laminate it and put it next to my computer. Correct. Or, I just post it all on Facebook so that it's there forever. <laughs> yeah, easily searchable. Yeah. That way we can all find them. Or I'll put it on MySpace and no one will see it. So uh, MySpace. <laughs> yeah, that that didn't really go anywhere, no. did it? No. no. So passwords. Uh, a lot of people go on, you know, my notes page on my iPhone. I remember first putting a few down on there. 
Well, that doesn't make any sense either, right? Well, the the safest way is in an encrypted location so that even if the password app is taken, they still have to have the, the master password to get in and unlock and decrypt those passwords. So the keys for passwords are they're unique, they're complex, um, and they're stored in a system that uh, is safe. So... Um, Not so, one, two, three, four. No, and let the system make your own passwords. Most of my passwords are 20 to 30 characters long. I don't know them. They're in my password vault because it made them for me. And uh, How do I get a password vault, Mike? Uh, you pay for the good ones. Uh, so the one that uh, we like that's good for consumer and for business world is 1Password, the digit 1 and the word password, made by a company called Agile Bits. Uh, there's quite a few out there uh, in this space. Dashlane is another well-respected one. Uh, last pass, as we mentioned, lost a bunch of points with a couple of hacks that are just too much to ignore. So, so we pay for their services. That's well worth it, I assume. In my opinion, a couple of bucks a month. Um, the business version of One Password, for example, actually gives you a free license for home for up to four family members uh, to use the system. So, that one's nice. You know, I'm, you know, you joke about one, two, three, four. You know, I, I was talking. With, actually, I was talking with my wife this weekend. We were laughing about. Some cyber, not laughing, but talking about some cyber security stuff. Remember Kanye West caught a bunch of, he's caught a lot of flack, but uh, yes, yes, yeah, Um, yeah. The views expressed by him, (laughs) Um, but he he pulled out his phone and to to take a picture of something. He just put it zero 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 a bunch of times, and that was his password for his phone. It's like I think social media saw that when he was doing it, and then they took a video of him putting in. Yeah, they took a video. It's like yeah, that's the easy way, you know, and even. You know, now if you're if I'm a, if I'm in public, in you know obviously you know, you could use Face ID if you have an I you know, have an iPhone, um you know where where it swipes your face. But if you put in your passcode, you kind of gotta be careful who's looking over well, your shoulder. I've heard too. stories about the Face ID too, and the, and they're just stories, nothing corroborated, but it does make sense where somebody was basically made to turn their phone around, and you know if you got a gun on you, and some guy says, listen. I I need you to undo your phone or else yeah or else I'm going to do, do it, it. take my phone I don't want to die at the same time now they're in all I had to do is aim the phone at my face and they're in would a, a numeric password be the better way to get into for instance well, my iPhone they'll still force you to put that in uh, in that case with in person hack but um yeah, I'd say just to respond to whatever's happening. That, that person most likely is just trying to get a quick uh, bunch of money from you, so they'll go to the ATM. Going to your accounts. Like and, yeah. yeah. So whereas the uh, organized crime folks across the country, across the globe, they'll get in there, look around, do their research, and wait. And then they'll launch that uh, attack that makes your day really bad because they have everything poised to switch over and uh, reset account passwords in one swoop. Sophisticated, they're advanced. Mm -hmm. Certainly don't ignore this. You know, we joke around the radio station because we've got, I would say, computers that are used by many different people because of our studios. But we each have our own password. Here's what you don't ever want to do at this radio station. Leave your email up in the studio or your Facebook Dave Michaels, or a guy like me could come around and go, oh, Dave left his email wide open. The fun I could have. <laughs> wow, that or Taco Facebook. Bell really isn't. <laughs> or, or, yeah, and I messengered his wife, you know, about yeah. uh, do I still need, and I was just messing with them, and it was, it was fun, and we joked about it. But and you could have like, done some damage. I could have done some serious damage. I would never do that, Dave. I'm a friend mm-hmm. of yours. But log off. Please log off. Yeah. Your emails now. If it's your own private office and you're leaving to go to the restroom, you're back in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I, 
I don't know. How far do we have to take this? Yeah, one of our standard settings for our business customers is to set the system to log out automatically after 15 minutes of inactivity. So lots of complaining about that. Usually the first uh, week we make that change, but <laughs> it's for your own good. It's just uh, a little hassle uh, goes a long way to, to reduce risk. But, you know, what point is it, oh, it's for your own good becomes too far, you know? And that, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. As a business owner, I am all in on keeping my clients and my team secure. But at what point is it too much? Yeah, there is a limit. I'm just like the classic uh, uh, apartment door with 25 deadbolts yeah. on it. I mean, at some point, you're actually in bigger so risk because you can't get out from a fire, you know? <laughs> So, that that yeah. is true. There, I've seen those movies, right, where the guy's sure. got like eight different bolts, a yeah. chain, uh, the, everything. Yeah. Uh, at what you point? Get the retinal scan and uh, right. yeah. fingerprint. If and, any of those failed, then you're stuck. You know, and that used to be that. James Bond stuff. I remember the first I, when iPhone went to the face identification, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. This is very James Bondy. Well, now it's it's normal. It's a part of our life. We are talking with Short Tech in studios. Mike Sinkpile. Uh, Short Tech is located in Waukesha. Here's her website. Now spell it: C H O R T A K. Shorttech dot com. T E K. T E K. Did I say that too fast? C H O R T E K. Short Tech. Thank you. Yeah. And Mike, let's give out your phone number too. Sure, direct to me, 262-522-8248. And that's your direct line. It is. Mike Sinkbile on WISN's Retirement Clinic. Again, 262-522-8248. A lot more coming up. In fact, when we come back, the boss segments for business owners, savings, and their security. Security, see that emphasis on today's show? Uh, We'll get into that. And you are going to do that, I think, with Mike's assistance. Later on in the show, the wealth management and preservation segment, again, all revolving around cybersecurity and how to protect yourself, you, your business, your family. I mean, this could go, how far could this go if you're truly hacked? A business is one thing. Then you get into your home finances, my retirement account. Boy, oh boy. And again, not to scare people. We're educating them. Right, so I know it's a pain, Aaron, to do those triple authentication things, but uh, or is it double for you? Uh, I don't know. Quadruple. No. <laughs> <laughs> Four levels. They for call Aaron. my wife to make sure I can get in too. Yeah. No. The, the main name. <laughs> what I hate are those ones where you got to identify the traffic lights and the square. Those never work. Yeah. They well, never work. Just capture. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah can we just come come up with something else? But uh, there's so many ways to do it. So Mike will uh, give us more information when we come back. If you do have questions for the Kowal Investment Group, I mentioned the Kowalway.com. Here's the one phone number for all locations. 262-522-4040. Do not hesitate to reach out uh, and talk to somebody. Talk to an advisor at the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, Monday through Friday, those market updates, and then Saturday, a full hour here on the Retirement Clinic. A quick break with Aaron Kowal, your host, the president of the Kowal Investment Group. I'm Paul Cronforst with Mike Sinkbile from Chortech. We'll be right back. Continue Saturday mornings with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, I'm Paul Cronforce. Aaron Kowal is here, and Aaron invited Mike Sinkbile with Chort Tech. I almost called you Mike Chort Tech there. <laughs> he does respond to that. Probably do. I'm, sure, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's happening. I mean, we before. know who runs the place now, you know. So Chort Tech is in Waukesha. You guys work closely together. You need to protect, obviously, your clients, yeah. your company, the Kowal Investment yeah. Group, cybersecurity. But this segment... 
and this whole show, this is about business owners, their savings, and their security, Aaron. Yep. Hey, that spells boss, Paul. Very good. Um, yeah, so uh, we were talking about about how we wanted to address this. And, you know, I'm a big, big fan of, of stories. I think that people learn more instead of dumping facts. You need to be doing multi-factor authentication. You do this and this and this. You know, I'd rather hear from us, hear a story. So Mike has a story about cybersecurity. So why don't you take it away about, um, uh, 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 for, for this segment? Sure. That's a, a new story. I just was talking to a business owner two weeks ago. And this is a story that points out that, that uh, email is the hub of access to lots of things in, in today's world. So uh, what happened was uh, we were asked to just uh, stop in to talk about cybersecurity because of a close call, a scary thing that happened to this business owner. So his story started off with an email account being compromised. So somehow, bad guy got a hold of the password for this person's mailbox. They didn't have that multi-factor Authentication turned on, no multi-factor. So all it took was the password, and now the bad guy was in. And what the bad guy did was set up rules in the email box so that email traffic that was coming and going was being filtered the way the bad guy wanted. So the owner did not see everything coming and going from his actual email. So, uh, so they were owning that communication channel, and... Um, hiding the incoming emails and only letting through certain ones to, to let the owner see it. And they were sending emails out without the owner's knowledge. So what they did was set out, send out a new email from the outside world to the bank because they looked around in the owner's mailbox and found out, oh, they're with bank XYZ. And so they sent an email to the banker that this owner knows at bank XYZ because they had it right there in the mailbox. And they said, hey, I'm the new CFO for this company. So I need you to set up an account or set up a login for me on the banking site so I can get in there and take care of business. Just go ahead and check with uh, the bigwig, check with the boss, and uh, he'll say it's all legit. So an email went over to the boss, the owner of the company. Hey, just check in that this new uh, John Smith is really your new CFO, and uh, I'll set him up in the system. And sure enough, the bad guy sent the email out. Yeah, that's all good. Thanks for taking care of it so quickly. And the owner never saw that email traffic at all. So that's all it took for uh, uh, the uh, fake access to be set up into the business bank accounts. So then uh, some attempts were made to move money around. And thankfully, a double check was done. Somebody finally saw, a human finally saw that this probably needs a double check. So they did a, a phone call to verify what was going on. With with it. AI, and we're going to talk yes. about that on today's show, mm-hmm. artificial intelligence has been getting a lot of attention lately. With AI and all this other stuff, it's nice to hear what you just said. Mm-hmm. A human got involved mm-hmm. and, and caught it, caught this. Yep. But that may not always happen. Yeah, that was lucky, and yeah. it was making up for the fact that several protections were turned off beforehand. Uh if you turn on all your protections for your accounts, the multi-factor, uh, the the bank has to call me before I'm going to authorize a wire transfer or uh, positive pay. So I'm going to give a list of the checks that I want to go uh, to get paid against my account before uh, the bank actually fills them. So uh, all these controls have been out there, many of them for years. So you turn them all on, in my opinion, as, as far as you can bear uh, the inconvenience, and then uh, you're safer. Don't take email lightly then. Don't just think it's just a Gmail account, no big deal. 
Correct. Yeah, real businesses are transacted that way. Uh, if we rely on the people to protect us, though, it's it's uh, just not enough these days. But people do help. Uh, you mentioned AI being used. Uh, Aaron and I were just talking before the show about uh, an, an attack where somebody was impersonating a, a customer. And uh, in that scenario, I've heard that many times where somebody's sending an email in and saying, yeah, it's me and to go do this or whatever. Uh, and then they'll even give you a fake phone number. So don't don't believe the phone number because when you call it, sometimes the person on the other end these days will use AI and machine learning uh, technologies to fake voices. That's what's mm-hmm. creepy. It is crazy. That, that you could get a call from maybe your granddaughter, and again, you might think, well, it's her. It sounds like her, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yes, uh, the new version of the uh, iPhone is uh, supposed to have a feature here where you can train it for 15 minutes so that when you want to send your text messages in your own voice, a little clip, it'll re- it'll speak like it's you. So it's absolutely. I wonder incredible. if they ca- could they do video. You know, you, you've it's got not that far around the corner. Deep sure. fake. Yeah. You know? So you've already got the uh, little uh, an- anima- animo- animoji. Mimo- what do they call them? Emoji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, don't use them, but you've got uh, there's apps that can take pictures, like pictures of your grandfather, your grandmother, and actually make them look like they're talking and moving. That's just on my iPhone. Yeah, I can't imagine how advanced it could get. And then, well, you know, there we are someday, the President of the United States giving a press conference, and is it really him? It's a cat and mouse game, absolutely, and yeah. the technologies. So uh, a lot of stuff, so we see it in the movies, it, it's really there. We have uh, we talked about a couple movies off the air yeah. that, that we've seen, right? Yeah. Uh, the Sandra, well, we're going to be talking about it on the air here, too. But Well, the one was The Net. The Net. But that was so long Sandra ago. Sandra Bullock, where she's, you know, uh, uh, those are a lot of people first heard about identity theft. That came out, right. uh, came out in 1995. I remember I saw that. I'm like, that can't happen. That's not real. Well... You know that it not maybe not happened that way that it did in the movie, but that's that stuff is real. Um, you know where they try to pretend that you're, you know, someone you're not, or steal your credit card information, or erase you, know, cancel you in real life, right? It's hard to keep up with though, Mike. You know, technology in the big picture, the internet hasn't even been around that long. You think about the first iPhone. You mentioned the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Here we are, 2023. Think of where it's going to be 50 years from now. So how does one keep up with technology and make sure you're protected and safe? You may need some help from professionals. I would uh, recommend that in the zone defense approach. And then for individuals, I'd say just keep an eye on uh, the, the the best antidote technologies that are out there. Because like I just said, it's a cat and mouse game. The uh, Now they're, the bad guys are using AI and other technologies against us. Well, use older-fashioned, harder-to-forge uh, technologies. Uh, I call that an out-of-band verification. So uh, picking up the phone. Now, that's, that's old-fashioned these days, right? Picking up the phone okay. to double-check. And you're, you're going to call a number that you know and trust has definitely been given to you, not the number that's in the email that it says to call. Mm-hmm. Or it's on the website or in the text or whatever. It's something you already had somewhere you trust. And let's say it's here in 414 area code. So mm-hmm. we think it's legit. Yep. It looks legit. The caller ID can't be trusted anymore either, right, for mm-hmm. inbound. Uh, you exactly. have to make that outbound call from a number you know and trust and then authorize from what you hear on the other end. Oh, yeah, and that's still pretty close to being hacked nowadays too with uh, uh, AI technology. If people were to 
take over the phone number and reroute the call to somewhere else, then yeah. we really we're gonna have to escalate our, our measures again. So a very good boss segment, by the way, and that works kind of into the the topic here of today's show. We are talking with Mike Sinkbile. His company in Waukesha is Chortech, C H O R T E K. I'm slowing it down. That's your website too, chortech.com. Please check it out. Also, the koalway.com or questions about the show, even on the personal level, finance level, your retirement, yep, or absolutely. business owners, Aaron, that are listening. This is going to hit a nerve. Yeah, you know, because everything that you've worked so hard for in your business, that could be gone. I mean, or you could be seriously have a negative impact on your business if, um, you know, if you're not, you know, diligent and, uh, staying on top of some of these things, you can say, ah, "I'm just a machine shop." We don't. Well, I mean, you probably use a bank. You probably uh, have an online portal. You probably payroll. You have these things. Even if you're not in a tech business, uh, you do need to pay attention to these things and not just blow it off. And you know, there's there's a reason that there that cybercrime is you know, multi billion dollar industries because people don't take it seriously. Yeah, and because they've had success, it works, so they're going to yeah. keep on doing it, right? Yeah. You let a criminal get away with something, they're going to probably keep on doing it Absolutely. until they get caught. So if I got a question real quick, Mike. A simple Gmail account, if I'm hacked or if I start getting strange emails that look funny. <laughs> Sorry about those emails, Paul. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> that's me. Do I simply <laughs> change a password or should I change my Gmail account? Uh, if you rely on that address. account, well, that that uh, new address is declaring bankruptcy and starting over in yeah. you know, reality. So now you've got all those accounts. Uh, maybe uh, you've provided that email address too, and, and you have to be locked out and reset all of those. That's still difficult. Uh, if you if you can get in and recontrol control that uh, account again, lock out the bad guys. So. Uh, if uh, the, the number of cases they're leaving you still having access so you don't suspect anything, take advantage of that, jump in there, reset the password and that multi-factor information, reset all of that so that they're definitely locked out, and then have a professional take a look at it uh, because they might have rules still set up that forward emails out to somewhere. Those don't turn off just because you reset the password. So they might still be surveilling you. Yeah. Um, so definitely take care. Uh, I mean, sometimes it, my iHeart address is, you know, I'll get things from all over the country. They want to be on local radio shows. And you can unsubscribe. I mean, when political season starts next year, presidential election, look out, right? Because I'm, I'm on Team Haley. I'm on Team Trump. I get all of them. Mm -hmm. I just quite honestly don't want them. If we want a guest, we're going to make the phone call to the appropriate people to get a guest. So I unsubscribe, but not every email has that option to unsubscribe. Right, and, and unsubscribe is a function that's required by FCC and others, and so the folks who follow rules will unsubscribe you, and the others will just spam you more. <laughs> you just keep, yeah, you keep on getting them. Yeah. Okay, so we've just got a minute or two before we break and then get to the wealth management and preservation segment, Aaron Kowal. Any thoughts on... What we just talked about, the boss segment. Um, not on the boss segment, but I have another uh, topic, a real quick question I wanted to ask Mike is I just you know, heard about, recently heard about this, these things called zero day attacks. That's, all, that's a, a scary name for something, you know, yeah. zero day attacks. What, tell me about that. What is that? Because I'm, I'm unfamiliar with that. Sure. I do like the uh, cool sounding concepts in cybersecurity like that. Uh, zero day, it's similar in the concept to, uh, zero day in the epidemic world, you know, so it, uh, for example, when a pandemic breaks out, the uh, patient zero is the first one that uh, is exposed or is uh, 
uh, when a, a disease is getting out into the open, it's now going to be a real, real threat. Similar concept to, to uh, zero-day attack. So, uh, When I think of D-Day, watch Band of Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. D-Day plus That's one. Right. Plus two hundred, you know, they're over yeah. there for three, four, five hundred days. Some of those soldiers, yeah. um, so that's the same concept. Yes. So the crooks of the world that are uh, trying to discover flaws in all types of systems, usually these are hackers that are hacking systems, not people. They're going to figure out a weakness in a system, and when they launch that uh, against the the public world, that's the zero day, and that's before the folks who make those systems can react and have an antidote, so to speak. So I haven't heard that yet, the zero day thing. I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of this may be new to you. If you've got questions, reach out to Mike Sinkpile at Shortech. Reach out to the Kowal Investment Group. We've got a sneak and a break. We'll give all that information out before the retirement clinic is done today. But when we come back, it's the Wealth Management and Preservation segment. Stay tuned. We continue with Aaron Kowal here on WISN. The Retirement Clinic back on WISN with the Wealth Management and Preservation segment. Uh, Aaron Kowal is here with our guest Mike Sinkbile from Chortech and the Cybersecurity. Aaron's the main topic today, including this segment. Yeah, so we there's a Wealth Management Preservation segment. You know, it's the management. And maybe this one is we'll focus on the preservation part um, of it. And so we, you know, we're, we were talking about an example of a high net worth individual being targeted from a classic movie. So Mike, why, I'm not going to spoil Mike, why don't you take it away here? But we were talking about a, an awesome nineties movie that holds up very well. Anthony has not seen it, so he might need to leave the room. So there's no, no spoilers. Spoiler we're alert. Doing our best. Spoilers here. Do yeah. our best for no spoilers. Yes. A, a 1997 movie by the name of the game with Michael Douglas, Sean Penn, and a bunch of other folks in it. So it was a great suspense movie. Uh, in that movie, they did a, a cybersecurity element back in the 90s. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's an awesome movie, I highly suggest. Yes. Yeah. So one of the uh, exciting moments of the movie was regarding a, a man-in-the-middle attack. So Michael Douglas was the high-net-worth individual who was targeted. And so someone uh, was in communication with him about his bank accounts, and it turns out it was someone in the middle intercepting uh, the uh, bank account information. So he, he was talking to the bank, but somebody else intercepted some information and then used that to go out and transfer a bunch of his wealth. So uh, we'll leave the rest. Of it. it was a very exciting rest of the movie. Yeah, we don't There's want to give it the of, end. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But it was ahead of its time in that regard, I Absolutely. Thought. That's still a concept that's uh, prevalent. That's a cybersecurity concept. The and movie is called The Game. Look it up. Very good. So how do you mitigate something like that then? So how? what do you do? So that happens. Um, how do you get it so before the wealth is transferred out? Yeah, that was a failure of authentication, in my opinion by Mr. Douglas. I forget what his character's name was in that movie, but right. uh, you just have to be suspicious of everything that's uh, going on around you. In this case, uh, someone in the middle was uh, uh, intercepting his information and he should have been very carefully making sure it was a private conversation between him and the authenticated bank on the other end. So so that's about all you can do these days. Uh, your phone is probably recording you right now as you sit uh, wherever you are. All your smart home devices uh, also doing that as well. So uh, that's not me being paranoid. I, I was just going to say you have to have a balance between paranoia and still participating yeah. in a modern technological technological world. So you know, Alexa, right? Mm-hmm. Now that I said it, it's going to do whatever I command after. Which our <laughs> listeners have told us, don't do that. You're turning <laughs> off your own station. Uh, 
But is Alexa always listening? They're picking up the they have the to rhythms. Be, the technically, they have to be even to detect that keyword. It's it's supposed to be throwing away everything else. That until you have the keyword, then it really pays attention. But um, yeah, I think everybody has experienced that. They've been talking about a to somebody, yeah, maybe. and it just happens to show up on advertisements on mm-hmm. your your devices on Facebook and such. So. Uh, I, I can't prove any of that. I don't take the time to, but uh, I'm sure that it's uh, there's some credence to that. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to be aware of it. it. It is kind of freaky when you are talking. We were talking about buying a refrigerator, and within minutes, I'm on Facebook scrolling through all kinds of appliances and refrigerator ads. It's not a coincidence, so they pick up on that stuff. It's just being, I guess if you were to sum up this whole show, we've got about a minute here. And then, Mike, when we come back, Mike Sinkbile with Chortech will give out all of your contact info. You work with businesses, mainly businesses, right? Correct. Um, But but really, I mean, we're not here to scare people. We're here to educate you and to remind you to change your password every now and then. We'll keep saying it. Yes. Yeah, it really is because I mean it's a it's a pain to change it is. passwords, but there are tools like One Password and Dashlane that um, that you're able to mitigate some of the pain of changing. So instead of you know, remembering a sixteen to thirty mm-hmm. digit passcode or passphrase, uh, you know, right. it's you, know, you have these tools now, and, and you're not writing it down on a, a post-it note on the... But again, it's for our safety, right? So I go right. through it here at iHeart, and the authentication is, I think, two or maybe three levels, but I'll get a text with that code, type in a code, well, then I'm, I, I'm the only one that knows that, right? Yeah. My, my team brings about a dozen major secure, security controls and tools into place, and most businesses we walk into... So let us be the doctor for a little bit. Uh, just bear with us. Deal with the multi-factor. Try to make as painless as possible and uh, as convenient as possible. And uh, if you do all of that, you're in a much better position. The risk is lower. So listeners, stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to kind of wrap up this entire show with you know, cybersecurity, the main topic, what you can do. More importantly, giving out all the contact info for the Cowell Investment Group, the retirement specialist, and Mike with Short Tech. This is WISN's Retirement Clinic. We'll be right back. Retirement Clinic is back, and we thank Mike Sinkbile with Short Tech. You're in Waukesha. How do we get in touch with you? You can uh, get to our website at shorttech.com, C H O R T E K.com, or call me at 262 522 8248. So knowledgeable, and thank you for all the great advice today. Cybersecurity, Aaron Kowal, such an important part of what you do mm-hmm. with people's fight. Finances, basically, I yeah. guess, and um, helping really protect what they, you know, helping protect what they've worked so hard to earn. Yeah, their, their retirement yeah. Uh, plan. Uh, so, if people have questions, one phone number they can go to the Cowell yeah. way, or just call you. Yeah, two six two five two two forty forty, or visit thecowallway.com. Uh, find us on on Twitter or X now. You know, yeah. Uh, it, Koal underscore invest. Uh, also on LinkedIn. Connect with me personally and with our company on LinkedIn and on Facebook as well. Locations all over the place. All over Heartland right now. Soon to be Delafield coming up in you know, soon. Um, we have Port Washington, Racine area, uh, and of course our at Phoenix, and then our uh, global headquarters in 
Waukesha, Pewaukee. TheKowalWay.com. The Retirement Clinic back next week, 10 a.m. each Saturday morning. And Monday through Friday during the Mark Belling Show, 3 p.m., 5 p.m. news blocks for those daily market updates. Thank you so much for joining us here in WISN's Retirement Clinic. I'm Paul Cronforce. News is straight ahead.